following podcast may be explicit. Yes. Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And here we are, Adventures from the Shed Online. We are continuing with our Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition campaign in the Aridan Empire, brought to us by the lovely and talented Jason. Go ahead and get us going, oh, Jason. Oh, my goodness, Joe. Lovely and talented. Two compliments. You should get inspiration for the night. Yes! Um, there you go. Um, welcome to Aridan. We are going to pick things up here, but first let's introduce everybody, starting with, as always, the man with the best-looking dome piece here, Chris. Oh, sweet. This is Chris. I'm playing Ophidian, the multi-personality Guanty rogue for pure blood. Pure blood. Pure blood. Pure blood. No, <laughs> no half-blood, quarter-blood stuff there. No, no. It's uh, all legit. I speaking got of everything. muddled heritage, I'm Eli. I'm playing Rays, a variant tiefling bard. And I am Joe. I am playing Rolex, the warforged artificer, who actually would be a no blood. Well, I'm, I mean, Crip, maybe. I'm maybe. gonna say he has no blood. Uh, Lubricant? Nah. <laughs> Don't need it. It's and magic, I, man. And uh, speaking of things that like lubricants, like milk, uh, I am ready. I play a tabaxi by the name of Follower of Past Less Taken. Sometimes followers of don't do it, Eli. Traveled. It's a cat and, thing, Eli. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just he's so a fighter, confused. and let's go and play this awesome game. <laughs> milk is a, milk as a lubricant. <laughs> what kind of party is this? Last well, time outside well, the quarantine zone. What Les gets into in his own personal time it's is called personal a business. segue. Jesus. <laughs> well, well, I think I think that's canon now. There's going to be lubricants uh, that are made of milk in the city of Aridin somewhere. You can buy, find these at different shops. It's hey. uh, <laughs> milk is like duct tape. It works with almost anything. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh, it's, no. It keeps getting better. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, let's let's uh, on that happy note here. Let's continue on. So. Uh, since Randy is again put this horrible image in our minds, why don't you give us the recap, Randy? <laughs> uh, last time on halves, man. Uh, what were we doing last time? Let's see. We had just left the. Uh, uh, what is that name of that bar? Nope. I don't know the name offhand. Milk. Anyway, uh, we saw the army uh, from uh, Winterspeak heading towards the docks to go and set things on fire. They talked about staging a setup to put a weapon into the body of one of their own team to kind of frame the villagers of district uh, 15 or 12 or whichever one we're in. And uh, we oh. headed towards the, uh, it was like an energy dome, the guard that's around the city and the uh, district that's uh, quarantined. And we got through there successfully. We were about to bump into some people, but uh Someone cast a distraction spell uh, of some cats, and we managed to get into the safe house. That uh, is where we kind of left off with them finding a sword that uh, was inside one of their former allies. <laughs> inside the ally. Uh, all right, all right. So, yes, you guys have made your way into the magical protective field of District uh, 12 right now, and uh, made your way to raise his organization's nearest safe house that he knew of in the Iron Fin Tavern. Uh, it was there that Ray's went into, you guys went into this deserted building where you saw um, belongings, luggage, and things like that strewn through the hallways, and it looked to be uh, there were scuffles or uh, you know mass panic inside some of these places here, but the building was silent. And making your way into the Iron Fin, 
uh, Ray's discovered a longtime um, so associate, not a, maybe a friend, but somebody he knew, one of the uh, security people who work at the Fifth Form uh, is organization in the Iron Fin, uh, dead with a Winter's, Pe Winter's Peaks guard's blade run through him. Um, Ray's, I believe, took that sword. Yes. And uh, again, uh, has that on his person. And then he decided to go and check the back safe room, the same place that you guys uh, and you and Shayla, the artificer who's with you right now, uh, met in the Stew and Pearl. There's a safe room in all these typical places here. And Ray's, as you open up the door, that is where we, we begin here. So any questions before we begin or do we want to jump right into it? Mm, um, I don't have any questions <laughs> on my end. What about y'all? I guess for me, the only thing I'd, I'd ask is, you know, mechanics-wise, um, is everybody all full health and all that because we, yes. we rested before we left? You right? guys rested, okay. so everyone should be at full health, full spell slots, things like that here. You guys did not get in any combat uh, after that point or anything like that here. So. Cool. All right. Okay. All right, Ray. So as you open up the back, you kind of... <laughs> You pull, pry it open here. Um, inside, you get hit with the scent of like, um, you know, old bodies and things like that. It's people who haven't washed for several, several, several days. And as you open it up here, uh, you look around and there are several bodies in there. Um, they look to be, you know, emaciated to it to a, a large level. Uh, you can see that the food stores that you guys had inside these, these back safe rooms have been depleted as they weren't meant to be uh, keeping someone in there longer than a week uh, at a time. And obviously, again, during the time of a busy tavern, um, somebody would be able to restock that kind of stuff. It seems like since the quarantine has been up for several weeks now, uh, these people are at this point here. Um, what would you guys like to do? There's about six bodies in there. Three of them are children. Three of them seem to be adults of different races, dwarf, elf and looks like human so they're dead or they're just you can check on them if you want i don't care to check them i just you know phrase yeah. would check them less would check them okay make me just a medicine check the two of you real quick here rolex what about you what are you and Ophidian doing while this happens oh. i'm just covering the door make sure nobody's sneaking up on it okay. um the so rolex would look around for anything else that seems out of place. It's obvious that out of place would be, you know, the dead guard with the sword in him and then dead people in a back room. But is there anything else that doesn't look right for a normal tavern here? Sure. Sure. So, uh, uh, Rolex, go ahead and make me an investigation check and then Ophidian, make me a perception check since you're just watching the door here. But while you guys do that here, Ray's and Les, both good rolls, 15 and 16 respectively. Ooh, I got um, a 16 as well. Uh, you guys, as you go and you check the bodies and stuff, you can see that these look to be um, regular, regular common folk here. You don't recognize them raised as anybody that you know, um, but uh, they are not dead. They are still alive, but they are non-responsive right now. They even like, you know, like, you know, you know, trying to get them, tapping them on the face and, you know, trying to, again, uh, you know, uh, you know, get, get them going here. You unless they are completely unresponsive as they are just laying there almost lifeless, but you can still feel there is a pulse and the pulse doesn't feel horribly weak. It feels relatively uh, strong still, but they just, they look just super weak, super run down and they just are non-responsive to you at the moment. Mm. I'll let you guys think of what you want to do, and we're going to go to the other two real quick here. So, uh, Ophidian, um, as you as you're keeping a lookout, and uh, Rolex is going through the tavern, and he's looking for you know unique things or, or stuff like that. Rolex, I mean uh, Ophidian, um, you hear 
because again, it's it's eerily quiet in this quarantine zone. And this is something that is completely foreign to all of you. You guys are used to a bustling, vibrant city that ha is standing room only in most places. And for the streets to be deserted, for the uh, the buildings to be silent, it is very unsettling. But Ophidian, you can hear further out than you normally would be able to. Uh, you hear off in the distance down uh, outside, because again, the, 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 the the Ironfin Tavern wasn't super far back into the building here. It was closer to towards the front half of the actual building. Uh, you can hear footsteps, heavy, like, clink, clink, footsteps moving outside. It doesn't sound like they're coming towards you, but you definitely hear there are bodies moving in the in the roadway um, uh, right now. Does that sound like a city guard kind of? Yeah, you would, you would, you would assume it would be a city. You, you, you recognize the heavy clink of what would be a Warforge-like machine that's lumbering through the city. All right, I will quietly say we got Obsidian Guard patrols. Be quiet, yes? Okay, all right. Now, uh, we're going to come back to you in a second, Ophidian, as you will potentially hear something with a 19, but Rolex, um, with a 16, you guys started off the game very, very well when it came down. Nowhere to go but down. <laughs> yes. like just as just as the guards are showing up you yeah. guys start rolling really badly um <laughs> so uh rolex as you're going through uh you find several several bodies on the ground as well these ones look dead though these ones have been like cut they have been cleaved and they're missing body parts you can see that um several of them have like their arms severed or things like that and there's blood on the floor and things um what would you what is your response to that initial Fine. Um, I mean, in addition to that, I guess I would probably also notice the other ones were alive. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I believe the lesson rates will let you know that the ones in the back that so, were hidden in the back room are alive. Absolutely. So with yeah. with Rolex's interest in in life and and intelligence, if you will, um, I want to try something that I'm curious how you'll play it out, Jason. So I'll describe sure. it, and then you let me know what happens. So I have a spell that Rolex wants to go to one of these people that's non-responsive but still alive. Um, and he's going to put his hand gently on on their chest and and just start saying some of what he thinks are inspirational things. Um, you can do it. I know you can feel better. And he, he makes uh, some other motions and uh, a blue spark goes from his hand and into them. And mechanically what I'm trying is casting heroism, which gives them temporary hit points. Okay. Okay. I'm curious how that works. I like that. I like that. So as you're doing this now, again, uh, when you were walking around and with the, with the 16, you noticed the, that some of the, the bodies out in the, in the, in the front were definitely mangled and, and, and killed. And it looks like several of the people that were in there were the mercenary types. They were again, uh, these kind of brawler types, the ones that you saw in the stew and pearl tavern, as you were, uh, you know, in there with your, uh, friends, um, and with dog, obviously, who was, uh, you were chasing around and trying to get your ear back. Um, <laughs> You also, as you, again, before you go into the room here, you also discovered um, one of the, um, one of the uh, 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 bodies um, that you found inside there. You see that there is a, looks to be a large mechanical, um, looks to be hand that's on the ground as well. Um, so again, that's what you find here. I want to make sure you, you know all that here with what you, ro what you rolled sure. um, prior to going in there and doing the heroism thing, which we're going to do right now. Okay. 
All right. Okay. So with that, uh, Les uh, and, and Ray's, you see uh, Rolex come in and starts to, again, do the thing that he's in. A blue spark pops out into the chest of this creature here. Uh, which one? There's, there's three children and then three adults. Which one would you want to do, adult or a kid? Uh, because in his head, he knows he can do this more than once. He would start with adult because he thinks any conversation would be more productive. Okay. All right, so he can hold conversations with adults. He has struggled like hell to have conversations with children. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is a, a, a dwarven male. There is a human male and there's a female elf there. Which one would you like to do this to? The elf. The female no, okay. elf, yes. Okay, so uh, you see she, she's, she's like propped up, like she's like leaning up against the bedpost because there's like cots and stuff in there. And she's like leaning her head down. And as you lean down and you, uh, you know, put, point your finger towards her chest, which is where I believe you said you wanted mm-hmm. the spark to go. That's um, where life is. It's in the chest, yep. you know. The, the blue spark from your fingers it fires out. And uh, how many health points do they get with heroism? So the way Ten, it works is, I, it's, I guess it's intended to be used during combat because yeah. temporary hit points, but it is temporary hit points equal to my ability modifier at the start of each turn for one minute. So okay. the idea for me was it's like a clear, <laughs> you know, yep. let's see what okay. happens. Absolutely. So, so as you, as you can see, you see that spark hit her in her chest. And as it does, um, raise and less in Rolex, you see the, the withered body. You can see those temporary hit points go into it. And it is that kind of jolt. And you hear <gasps> as she, she, her veins pulse and course with this blue, like electricity, you can see it like highlight almost like a, um, uh, you know, when you get like dye in your veins at the hospital, you can see them portion. You can see it going through and you can see almost her heart in the center of her chest beat at, at a higher and higher rate. And she falls forward. And as she falls forward, her hand does come to life and it grabs on to your, to you, Rolex, <laughs> as she's like, kind of like preventing herself from falling forward. Uh, what would you like to do, Rolex? I don't know how long you will be breathing. Can you tell us what happened quickly? Yeah, this lasts for about a minute here. And she is... <gasps> <sighs> Uh, 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 she she seems disoriented. She seems out of it here. Um, Ray is or less. Is there any way you want to help try to get her coherent enough to r- respond within a minute? Les was wanting to get his canteen out and ready because they looked all malnourished and like they're about to like die at any moment. Uh, so he'll quickly hand it to her and hopefully she can drink and then talk real fast. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you hand this over to her and she, she, she like fumbles with it at first. And as the water hits, she, she, <coughs> she starts coughing Miley Ophidian. As you hear the coughing radiate from the back room, you hear clink, 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 clink. And you hear the footsteps stopping going farther away. So I want to put that in your head real quick here. So you can think of maybe something you'd like to do, but I want to go back to the other group first raise less. You can see less like, giving her water? Is there anything that you want to do to try to help get her coherent enough to talk? Uh, okay. I want to grab like a handkerchief. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to put it over her mouth, uh, cover the coughing and like yeah. raise, like <laughs> uh, raise her eyes to meet mine and okay. like start trying to like, like motion, like, Hey, calm yeah. down, keep it okay. quiet. You're, you're safe. Um, that, that is what raise is going to be doing. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. So I like this. So between the three of you, you guys are helping her and you take the cloth out and you start to like muffle her face and you're trying to like lift her up to get her going here. I'll let one of you make a roll for this to see how it works or all three of you can make a roll and we'll take the highest. It's up to you guys in terms of how we're helping her. What do you guys want to do? Probably take the highest. Have a higher chance of success that way. <laughs> I guess okay. it depends honestly, on the role, yeah. but are you asking us to each pick something individually or? Yes, and then you, we can either take your individual one or somebody can roll with double advantage on this. So I'm looking, mm-hmm. for me at least, I would like insight onto how she's feeling and what specifically I might be able to do to help because I'm, I, like I, I don't know medicine at all, but I, I kind of read people. Okay, I like that. I got a negative one on medicine, so my best would be to either be persuasive, just uh, tell her, you know, that we could, you know, help her out the best we can. If she would tell us, then we could fix whatever issue, what led to whatever happened here. Uh, okay. That's probably one of the best things I could do. All right, Ray's, what about you? Uh, Ray's is, he's going to try the persuasion route. The It's just the, the, the body language, just trying to get her to work with us okay all right then i'll really make your rolls and we'll take the highest success and we will say that's what it would be so go ahead all right so here's my persuasion roll i think oh there we go that was a short Uh, pause there for a moment (laughs) is it all right if my 22 is accepted guys (laughs) yeah Uh, i got a six and less Bodged with a three. <clears throat> Less bit his tongue and then yeah. Yeah. Uh, yelp. Yeah. So yeah. it's like if for Rolls, Matt's it's a quick looking over how she's reacting to everything that's going on. Like, is she favoring a leg or her side yeah. or something? And just trying to brace her the right way yeah. to help her feel better. Yeah, as you're trying to brace her, Rolex, and you're trying to get her up here and raise, you like put your, your cloth over her mouth. It was a little bit more forceful than you intended. And as her eyes like focus you can see the pupils like dilate and undilate and she, you can see that she's trying to figure things out she's like rrr, rrr, and she goes to grab onto her her body and she has like a small knife there rolex at that point in time because you're trying to help her and stuff um she, and, and you're doing it in such a way that you know it feels actually like you're not trying to be violent with her she looks at you and her hand just comes off the the handle the pommel of her dagger and she sees less and 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 raise and you guys are just <laughs> Uh, so with Rolex's role here and how he was helping her, intending her to get her upright, um, she is not panicking. As as you move the the thing, Ray, she goes, "I'm so I'm sorry." <sighs> she 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 reaches her hand up. Her hand still looks brittle, and she puts her hand towards your face, uh, Ray, and she goes, "How how are you not? How are you not weakened by this? Is is the did you come to rescue us? What happened?" What, what day is it? Uh, Ray's gonna like look at his allies, like, "Oh, how do we, how do we break this to her?" Um, <laughs> okay, I'll let you guys think of how you want to break it to her, Ophidian. Uh, what would you like to do after again hearing the noise in the back room? After you kind of said, "Hey, shush," and then you hear a loud coughing echoing through the building. Unmute. Oh, I can't hear you, Ophidian. You are muted. Unmute. What What is Shyla doing? Shyla is she's she's going through right now. She's inside the tavern as well. She's kind of picking through some of the the people, and she's looking at that metallic hand that she found, or that Rolex found in there. She she's looking at that and studying it at the moment. And so those footsteps still were going away from us even during the cough. Correct. They were no, they were going away, and then the coughing stopped, and you heard clink, clink, and you heard clink, clink, 
and then you hear now you hear them starting to move in your direction. Okay, I will uh, go to that room that they're in. Yep. Say, we're not here for this. We're not here for these people. They're going to get us killed. So what are we doing here? This is a mess. We got I got the obsidian guard breathing down our necks in a couple seconds, most likely. We're getting information, Obsidian. Well, we need to keep it more quiet. <laughs> Do you need me to go out there and take care of those guards? No, I don't want anybody to be seen. We are not here. We don't exist right now. I want to keep it that way. <clears throat> well then, let's stop crying about them and let's figure out what's going on. Okay. Uh, okay. I want to take a, a another glance around the back room here. Does it look like it's been like forcibly entered? No, no. The back room looks like it's been lived in for a couple of weeks by you know the same people there's like a bucket of like excrement over in the corner that hasn't been taken out yet it looks like they have been stuck inside of here for for a very long time okay um ophidian if you're worried we can stay in this back room for an hour or two until the heat dies down look around the room wasn't entered during the debacle no one knows about it this is a safe space for now We'll keep the door shut and keep them quiet, or I'll start slitting throats. Yes? <laughs> you can try. We'll have to agree with less here. I do not want my throat slit. I will keep quiet. <laughs> All right. So as, as you guys have this tense standoff right here, Rolex, she, she's looking at, at you, and she, she looks into, at you, and she goes, she goes, are you, are you, you're not one of the bad ones, one of the... One of, the, one of the ones that's taking people away. Are you? No. I would like to help, but quietly. She goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She goes, I, I can't remember what happened. We, it's The quarantine went up, and every night we woke up more, more and more depleted of energy. And then the Winter's God came in with those machines and people start, they started taking people away. They said that they were going to help us, but people never came back. We couldn't get out. What and machines? The black, the black ones, the, the one, the obsidian god. They, oh. they, they came in, they, they took so many. And, and as this happens, you can see she's starting to fade because again, this only lasts for about a minute mm -hmm. here, unless you want to give her another jolt there, Rolex. I, mean, I, I can, but I'll wait until it's like to that point where it's needed. Okay. 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 Not sure. not to be mean or anything, but just no, 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 no. no. That's I, when I, it's going to happen. I want to make sure she's. <clears throat> yeah. You can see like the 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 jolt that went through her body, like the the. You can still see the outline of the of the veins, like coursing blood and things. You can see him starting to reduce and reduce and fade back in as she starts to kind of like get woozy and starts to. No, I you don't. You're still holding her up, and you're still strong enough to hold her up without an issue. But you can see her head rolling around. I don't recall, but did we have any healing potion? I don't have anything in my inventory, but I don't know that I would have anyway. Yeah. I don't remember us having any of that. Uh, I, I do not, for sure. I have no. cure wounds and mass healing word. If yeah, we yeah. want healing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess my next question was going to be to the group. So, yeah, he, uh, Rolex will turn his head away from her uh, to the rest of you. Again, quietly. Um, does anyone have more permanent help for her? I never stocked up on healing potions. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't help. 
have some spells that could be of assistance. And as soon but... as you say that, because you talk slowly and he just wants to make it happen, he'll interrupt and say, please do it now. Mm. I want to take a closer look at these individuals that are here in this back room. Since there's children here, Ray's is thinking, okay, these are more than likely all civilians. Yeah. Like, these are more than likely all just common folk, no... no uh, connections to anyone just wrong place wrong time but i want to take a closer look at at the three adults them their bodies their shapes their possessions if they're nearby see if i can find anything that could tie them to anybody sure sure go ahead and make a, an insight check or an investigation check to see if you can piece the things together uh i will make an investigation check and okay. wh while he Two. does that, I will cast heroism again because I'm not going to let her slip back into the state that she was. Okay, as you, you jolt her yep. with heroism yep. again, uh, she, uh, uh, she, 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 she comes back again briefly. But Ray's with this here, so you go over the kid. The kids, they're kids. They have some what appears to be like a couple have a couple little dice sets, some cards and things. It looks like they've been well used over the course of probably the time they've been in here. Um, but you don't really find anything on the kids themselves uh, that would be identifying to a particular group here. Um, the the uh, dwarven um, male who's who's laying on one of the cots off the side. He's like rolled over on one side. You pull him over. And as you pull him over, you're going over his body. Uh, you do find he has a, a piece of, an, a piece of uh, parchment in his hand and he's holding it closely to his chest. Um, this is very intriguing to you because Ray's, you know that your organization typically would not shelter somebody unless they had valuable information or unless they were a person of interest. Now, obviously this was a unique time. Uh, and, you know, again, uh, you're not, your organization is not heartless. Obviously you want to, you, you do want people to have freedom and things, but you do know that that is highly valued. And for only civilians to be in the back room of a safe house of your organization is significant. And again, this is probably the most interesting part is the one he's holding on. He's clutching onto a piece of parchment rolled up in his hand. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm going to try and, and see if I can wrestle that from his fingers without hurting more importantly, the paper, but I'll also <laughs> try and respect his bodily autonomy and okay. not break his fingers. Okay. All right. Just make me a, um, a, a, a slight of hand check to see how gentle you are in terms of, all right, here we go. Okay, hey, yeah, eighteen, eighteen. So yeah, you are able to gently just lift the fingers up, and as you yank the paper out, you find that there is um, a it's piece of a uh, an order. It seems like this, and again, as you look at the dwarf, you can see he has um, very very well defined hands. As you're like pulling the things apart, you can see that he has some very very well defined like um, uh, indentations in his hands. It looks like he's been hitting. He hits things a lot, and he is most likely associated with the Bronze Knuckles, who are a again a a a fighters guild group out there. And as you unfold the letter, you can see that this came from. Uh, it has a. It doesn't have the complete symbol but it does have a symbol of the wintermere family on it and it is a order for um uh uh, uh his troops you can read on there it it's, it's like like partway ripped it looks like 
this person in, during a scuffle probably grabbed this piece of parchment off of a, of, of a guard and then made their way out. It is talking about um, uh, the operation that they're, they're doing inside of the quarantine zone. It is going over what you can see on there. And again, you kind of try to piece together with an 18. Your insight is good enough that you can kind of discern a little bit of what they're talking about. But it's talking about, again, um, uh, removing bodies from the quarantine zone and um, uh, delivering them to the center of the actual district for processing. Hmm. Uh, like, like the quarantined district? Yeah, the quarantine district. And then on the very bottom, it says, be sure to ensure that all your men wear their pendants. Huh. Interesting. Yes. I think I understand why he's here then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ophidian, as they're doing this here, Shiloh walks over to you and she goes, um, Ophidian, I, do you, does she know you as Ophidian yet? I forget. Or is it still a Shikate? I, I think uh, it's still Shikate. Yeah, no, I'm Ophidian now. Okay. I, I just, I just want to know if she knew you as, as, as Ophidian or if, if you were still <clears throat> pretending to be Shikate. So she walks over to you and she goes, um, Ophidian, um, Take a look at this here. She holds up the large mechanical Warforged hand that's that's just dangling there. She goes, "How familiar are you with these creatures here, uh, Ophidian?" Uh, not very. Besides Rolex over there. Yes, no, he's he's quite interesting, Rolex. Um, but this is quite concerning here. These these Warforged. I designed a good chunk of them, but like I said before, they changed over the past several months uh, from the Wintermere's and look at this she turns it over and inside the Warforge's um, uh, like metal skeleton that it is she turns it over there is what appears to be flesh and bone inside of it hmm. so what are you thinking they're taking bodies from here turning people into a Warforged mixed hybrid I, I cannot say for certain but this is highly disturbing and this is goes down to the necromantic kind of uh uh well thoughts who in this city would have that kind of know-how that kind of power i mean the, the nestora wizards would maybe know <clears throat> of it but i don't know they i doubt they would practice it <clears throat> you should not doubt anything everything is possible no you're tr no I, I agree that's a very good point on that one good point um as you, as you guys are like whispering to each other, you do hear off in the distance, like the, the front door that you guys came through, you hear, and you hear, I thought it was coming from this building. I'm not sure. Just go and check it real quick, will you? And, all right, fine. And you hear somebody walking down the hallway. Now, again, they don't know where you're at. You estimate that you're probably not there. Uh, you probably, you probably again, close the door and, again, uh, are relatively okay. But uh, it seems like they are investigating to where they heard that cough and that noise. Ophidian. I tell Shiloh to get into the back room, and I cast invisibility on myself. Okay, okay. So as uh, you cast invisibility on yourself, uh, Ray's less in Rolex. Uh, Shiloh comes in, and as she comes in, she, she goes... <laughs> And she shuts the door and she goes, someone's coming. And Rolex, as you as you just jolted in that, that heroism shot, um, she is still she's still standing up, she's still coherent. Is there anything you guys want to do? Mm, 
uh, Rolex is still anticipating Ray's casting a spell to help. Yes. And he's looking at um, Ray's waiting <laughs> patiently for almost a full minute. <laughs> uh, I. These are civilians. In, we should yeah. help them. In 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 the silence, uh, Ray's is going to, like mime, like casting the spell, requires <clears throat> speech. So not now. If that if that message is going to be conveyed very well, <laughs> um, I mean, you want you want to roll an insight check to see if you understand I, it? Really? <clears throat> I, uh, I want to say he would understand it, okay, because yeah. he understands casting, but he's not happy with it. So Rolex is going to look a little frustrated mm -hmm. and shake his head slowly, and then point at her again. Uh, uh, how loud does a verbal component have to be? <laughs> you can always make a stealth check if you want to try to cast it quietly. Oh, God. Do I have to? Mm. <laughs> can I cast Charm Person and just make her think she feels better? Oh, damn. <laughs> if you want, you cannot. No. Does that require verbal as well? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, actually. Um. Mm. Mm. How much am I hearing from the other side of the door? No, no, nothing right now, because the door is closed, and Shayla, Shayla just came in and said, Shh, there's somebody coming. Hmm. <sighs> just cast it quietly. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at, his, at his core, Ray's wants to help this girl. Okay, just make me a stealth check then. Not a high DC, because, again, it doesn't have to be shouted, but just make me a stealth check there is also the heavy door. A ten, okay. Ten. T ten. With a ten. I thought it was gonna roll over to the one. <laughs> yeah. with, with, with a ten, you're yeah. able you get you like get up to like the woman, you like kinda get over to her shoulder and you like whisper as you're like as you uh, uh, cast a spell. And as you do, um, go ahead and roll for how much uh, health goes back into her. Alright. What points does she get? Uh, she receives Let's see what this is. Nice. Five points okay. of health. Five points and of health. Rolex As... will also keep a finger on her lips like the shush sound yep. for her. Yep. She's she, probably going to she... feel some odd things. Yeah, she is very aware now. She is much more coherent since you guys had some really good checks early on. She is very coherent, and she's she's nodding with you. She still can't really – Rolex, you can feel that you're the only thing holding her up right now, mm -hmm. but she is she is very, very much about it. Okay, yeah. so as you do this raise, you, you see the magic go through her body, and you can see like her, her arm, which was like – flesh and bone you can see like the flesh like rejuvenate you can see the muscles tense back up so that it looks like again she is regaining that healthy ability to have muscle tone and not just again be skin and bone um so it looks like the spell took and it looks like it's it, it did its thing here ophidian you hear you hear them kicking doors in as they're going through this first floor and you hear a minute goes by. Then you hear another one. And then you hear the footsteps. You hear right outside many, the do door of the tavern. How many footsteps am I? Uh, can I start, you, know, you, you, you estimate there's two of them, but there's only one at the front door. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But you hear, as you hear the, fr the front door, you hear the, you, you hear the first, the, the, the handle, and then a big boot. 
and the door swings open. And as it swings open, you see there's a Winter's Crest, uh, a Winter's Peak guard walking in. Uh, he has, uh, again, uh, his, his armor on, and he's got what looks to be like a metal rod in his hand. And he's walks through, he's looking at the thing. As, as he's doing this here, you, you see another one walking behind him down the hallway. He's not coming into the room. He's walking to another another part of the, the, the first floor. And you can see him, he like starts taking his rod and like flipping things over. And I will uh, run him through with my rapier as he's busy oh, no. <clears throat> searching for whatever. Okay, all right. Uh, make me an attack roll with advantage because you are invisible. Yep, I will use my sneak attack and assassination maneuvers on him. <clears throat> Absolutely. Right. Love it. And roll a not one. Definitely not a one. <laughs> you got not a, a nat one? Uh, what do you want a nat one? An O to <gasps> Yeah, oh, yeah. A thirteen. I can't believe I just made two twenties on that. That was insane. So as you're as you're you break out your rapier and you're very very quiet. You start to walk over, and as the guard is like his back is to you, and he flips over a uh, um, one of the tables, and he's looking underneath it. A rat runs out, and he just oh, he turns, and as he turns, he turns perfectly right when you swing your your sword in to try to just skewer him and you just and then the 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 rapier bangs into the table and uh i believe your invisibility drops once you make an attack right that's normally what happens yep so yeah so all of a sudden you just appear in front of him and he's like and he takes his baton out and he is going to uh take an attack at you (laughs) um uh oh man that that was a rough roll right there what was it do we hear through the door at all? Uh, you hear you hear a, a, a thud into a piece of wood, and then you hear what the fuck? and then a, somebody's swinging at Ophidian. Ophidian, because you did take him by surprise, uh, go ahead and roll for initiative with me. I just want to see if you can beat his his <laughs> his decks real quick. Okay. Oh, like a combat. Encounter. Oh, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and make a make a combat here. One second. Uh, oops, one second. Ah, oh, it's because I'm probably not in the right place. There we go. All right, there we go. Go begin combat. There we go. <clears throat> With a 10, and I'm just going to drop into the main map here real quick. The guard. There he is. I'll just pop him in here so I can just roll for initiative for him real fast. Let's go there and... Yeah. Okay. So you. So uh, yeah. You beat him on initiative, I believe, as well. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So you beat him on initiative on that one, because um, he has a minus one. Actually, I believe on my stats here, not in the actual monster stuff. So uh, as he, he pulls out his rod, you can see him about ready to swing. What would you like to do? <laughs> I will run him. I'll try to run him through. Yeah. Okay. Make me another attack, please. Uh, hold on. Some. I don't have advantage on the attack roll now. Not this one here. He is, he is very much aware now that you are <laughs> well, I can still use the assassinate. I just can't use sneak attack. Yeah, because he hasn't, he hasn't attacked yet, so absolutely. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, target this guy. You got it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, 
it's a miss. So you I'm swing. sorry I said it was all downhill from here. Yeah. So yeah. as you go as you go to swing, he actually parries the blow. He parries the other one, and you're finding that this this guard seems to know what he's doing. And as he does this, he he he, he uh on his turn, he is going to grab his. He has a little whistle around his neck, and he is going to reach into it and he is going to try to blow into it here um i'm going to give you a reaction if you want to try to stop him ophidian uh yeah definitely i would love to do that but, <laughs> Punch uh, it down his throat. how would you like to try to stop him as you see he's 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 using his rod to parry your rapier and as he parries one around he brings his hand up and you can see he has a whistle and he's about ready to blow into it i will blow i will put my hand up and poison spray into his face so he chokes on that Okay, all right. Ooh. Poison spray. Uh, is that a, that's a save, correct? Yes, it's. Uh, oh, I'll get it up here for you. Where is poison spray? Oh my God, there's too much stuff in here. Get I got little, too much stuff on this guy. There it is. Get a little spray of opportunity here. <laughs> all right, a con save. We're gonna go ahead and roll this here. Oh, that's a failure. That's a failure. Okay. All right. So as you spray poison, you see it hit his face. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. now at this point, the rest of you hear that. You hear choking and coughing, and just <coughs> you hear that happen. What do the three of you want to do? <laughs> so Les would have been uh, focusing on the door anyway when he knew things when they were taking care of her. So uh, he would have been after he heard the noise of the clattering of the table and whatnot of a missed uh, assassination. He would have taken out his little container of milk lubricant and put it on the door hinges <laughs> and then slowly opened the door and uh, saw uh, what's going on. Ray's is actually uh, would have, upon hearing the noise, like immediately moved to stop anybody else from moving. Like just like spread his arms out, just like, no, wait. Okay. Rolex, you're holding up the woman still. You hear this. What would you like to do? Uh, gently and slowly without disrupting Ray's pause um, for us to just lay her back on the bed so that she can and, and kind of whisper to her as much as I think Rolex would be able to whispers would be odd yeah, um, he, he can't. Just has a uh, volume dial. Yeah, volume and that's really it. It's not really. Head. It's not a. It's just a lower volume, right? Yeah, he's got a volume slider. Yeah, exactly. Like... So reach up, <laughs> but um, rest and be quiet. Okay, set All right. down, but hey, slowly in the yeah. you know probably taking yeah. ten or fifteen seconds to do it. Yeah, I, I would say again with Rolex and how well you've treated this person so far, no need to roll. You easily just put her mm -hmm. down. You take your time to do it correctly. Les, you do hear Ray's going, what would you like to do, Les? Are you still trying to open the door? Well, when he finished lubricating the door, he would have looked <laughs> back and seen what everyone else was doing. So he would pause. And okay. All right. So as he paused, um, again, uh, uh, Chris, uh, he's going to take an attack at you now because, again, I gave you a reaction on his turn to stop him from blowing the whistle. You did do mm -hmm. that, but he is now going to make an attack. So he is going to uh, pull out his um, uh, his rod. He's going to take a swing right at you. Uh, let us go ahead and uh, it's, it's listed as a spear in here, but whatever. We're going to still roll to attack with that. With a disadvantage because he just got blasted in the face, right? <laughs> oh, that no is need. <laughs> That's only an eight. So yeah, so he, his eyes, you can see, uh, Ophidian, his eyes are like bloodshot. He's just like, oh, oh, just swinging at you. <laughs> and you're able to, again, just dodge and you use your, your rapier to parry off one of the blows. And now it is your turn again. I have a question about assassinate. The way they word it is like, 
get advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in the combat yet. I guess he's, he's technically taking. He's now turn. taking a turn. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> oh well. What, what would you like to do now? It's your turn. Your go. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna have to. This is just gonna be a fight. <laughs> That's all this is right now. <laughs> Finish him. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if I could. Uh, Gotta make it a quiet fight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it kind of sucks. I'm just trying to see. I guess I don't, keep don't brain in the face too. Cracked so much, mm. but my brain went back to a Rolex's volume dial slider, yeah. <laughs> and I like to imagine it's just a switch on his throat. It's just loud, <laughs> quiet, loud. <laughs> 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 no medium sound. Yes, but it's internal. He had to move it because years ago somebody found it. Uh, <laughs> at night when he's just pretending yeah. to sleep, a kid would just come by. <laughs> and he tried to I, shout at somebody in the morning and it just didn't work. So I could do the two weapon fighting with rapier and short sword technically, right? Yeah, I'd allow that. Go ahead. All right, then. Here we go. If these don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, that, that hits. It that didn't hits, suck. Actually. Yes. Well, well, well done. Roll, roll me damage, please. All right. Finally. And I'll get the short. Oh, oh, yeah. Three damage. Uh, this is good. You don't really want to kill him, do you? No, I guess just want to run myself <laughs> over. Maybe. maybe I'll just run myself through with my stuff. Short sword negative. Oh, okay. So as you as 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 he's swinging wildly, you find the spot and you carry perfectly with the short sword. You get him like right in his shoulder. It's ah, oh, god. And as he, you take a, your other swing, he his, he bends down naturally from the pain, and you just kind of whiff right past his hair. Um, you pull your rapier back, and you have both weapons ready. Uh, it's his turn. He will again move to attack you as he starts to like kind of right wipe the stuff off of his eyes. He's like. Ugh. Oh. And he sees again you looking at him, blood on the tip of your uh, rapier. He is going to uh, make an attack. Let's see if he can actually hit. Some, if I can actually hit something. Lesle, I hope not. Now, twenty die. I'm using canny dodge to make sure that's just normal damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's pro probably probably wise on that one there. So uh, that would be um, ten points, so five points of damage because that that would be half for uncanny dodge. Um, but as he brings down his club and he swings, you you instinctively see it, this is a haymaker type of blow. And as you try to move out of the way, it still glances right across your jaw, and you can feel that crack, but it's not enough to knock you out or, 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 or take you down here. So you were able to dodge out of the way enough here. And as you do this, he's going to take his last bit of, uh, his last, uh, his bonus action, he's going to, there's, there's more in here, there's more in here. And he is going to turn, and he's going to start running towards the door. Vessel mouth now a second he's, time. He's running away. Why would he give me that? <laughs> yeah, when he starts yelling like that, Ray's is gonna like hang his head and just with his hands like go on, <laughs> <laughs> shoo, get on out of here. Les is gonna rip open the door and draw his blade. <laughs> yeah, so that's you open up the door. You can see Ophidian. I get attack opportunity. Yeah, you get attack opportunity. You see Ophidian. He's like bleeding a little bit from like a, a, a little bit of a gash wound in his face, and there's a, a guard running towards the door right now. Yep, that that hits. Go and roll me damage, please. Oh, do I get sneak attack damage on this? No, you wouldn't get sneak attack damage. No, 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 not sneak attack. Don't forever can get. Yeah. All right. Holy crap. All right. So you swing up and you cut right past like the nape of his neck, and you can see him. Ah, but he's still moving towards the door. He doesn't look very good. He doesn't look like he has a lot left in him, but he is moving towards the door right now. He gets to the front door and he's 
turns towards the hallway and he's looking for his friend, uh, the, the other guard that was inside the room with you. Les, uh, roll, me, roll me initiative, please, Les. Okie dokie. And is anyone else joining in on this fight? Oh, my bar went away. I will. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah. After, oh. after she sat down on the bed, so um, yeah. I think, yeah, definitely right. Rolex would join then, roll, then all, all of you roll me initiative, please. All all right. Right. My bar disappeared, so I'm going to have to refresh. Yep. What? Hey, 20 total. <clears throat> hey, there we go. Hey, not twenty total. That makes sense, though. That's your your, your last. Yeah, I was actually going to say I'll, I'll wait to yeah. the end of the turn anyway. But yeah. Some, I'm, sometimes I'm the dice to. just sometimes the dice just line up nicely. Exactly. With things. That's nice. They rock. All right, well, we'll wait, we'll wait for less here. Actually, less. Do you want me to roll for you here? Uh, you can, or I can just roll a regular dice. As no, as I'll, roll, I'll, I'll roll for you here, buddy. Let's go ahead and get you going. Nah, uh, let me I, roll. I should I shouldn't have rolled for you, man. You got a four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too busy putting the milk lubricant away. Exactly. Too busy putting the milk lubricant. <laughs> yeah. Well, less that. Less as you're walking past, you see the lubricant like dripping off the thing. You're like, oh man, that looks good actually. And, uh, <laughs> and okay. We are going to go to the top of the order here. So, Rays, you see this guard bolt through there as Les opens the door. You're right behind Les because he was the one who opened the door right there. But you do see him in the distance. He's about 30 feet away from you. And you see Ophidian there kind of like like just taking a swing and then rubbing uh, his jaw. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to I want to hit that guard with Vicious Mockery. Okay, go ahead. Vicious Mockery is a save, I believe, correct? Uh, yes, yes. DC, DC 14 wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Excellent. Let's go ahead and do that. That is a oh, that is a fail on him. Um, okay, uh, go ahead and roll me damage, please. All right, two d four. Let's see what we got. Five. Okay, what do you what do you say to this person to viciously? Mock um, you? I. <laughs> Your mother actually. That, that's perfect. I want to like start with a low chuckle that kind of like raises into a sinister laugh that that like to to get that fear response out of him okay like almost trying to cause a heart attack okay all right i like that i like that so you hear this <laughs> and this booming laugh and ophidian um you hear it echo throughout the empty building as well as as the door is now open and the sound is now going out into the hallways um and the, the person who's who turns around he locks eyes with you raising he go you see him go ah, ah. You can see like blood coming out of one of his eyes and his nose a little bit. He looks rough right now. He looks very rough. Uh, anything else that you want to do? Um, hmm. I don't suppose I could get ahead of him in the hallway, can I? Uh, he's about 30 feet away from you and you have to be going through the door to get him. You probably get up right up to him with your speed right now. I nah, if all I can do is get up to him, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to get um, five feet away from the door so okay. like there's a five foot square between me and the door um so that way next turn if this goes on i can just step into the hall and and react gotcha okay yeah easy enough you make your way into there all right that is raised. i would also like to say that uh it's going to be a slow like menacing approach i know it's like tactical movement so it's kind of fast already but it, it like it it's clearly deliberately slower than it should be and as i'm walking i'm going to rear to my full height Okay, yeah, I love it. I love it. Remove the cloak. Yeah, the cloak, the horns come out. Again, you're, you drop your, your face so that it has that kind of uh, shadowing under your eyes and things. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Ophidian, you're mildly impressed by this here, as, as, you, see, as, you, as you see this display of uh, force here. Okay, um, 
Uh, it is now Ophidian's turn. What do you want to do? You see him. He, he just he just got viciously mocked. He's like bleeding from his face and his nose. Um, what would you like to do, Ophidian? How far away is he? From you is about maybe 20 feet. Okay, and where is his partner? You can't see him yet. He just got, you're, you're inside the, the tavern still. He's at the doorway looking down the hall. You can't see him from where you're at right now. Okay, I will, I guess I'll just go up to that guy and attack him again. Go ahead, make me an attack. <laughs> his partner's still probably a ways away because he was shouting at him before he entered the building. Yep. Any advantage, or is that vicious mockery screw him up bad enough? Uh, he's, well, he's, lo he's looking back directly in the doorway, so he sees you running towards him, so he's, right. he's, he's preparing to defend himself. Totally. He uh, can't gauge distance, though, because one of his eyes just popped. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter, though, with the 24. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Jesus. matter with the 24. There you go. Nice. Uh, all right. How do you want How do you want to do this? How do you want to kill him? Uh, okay, well, yeah, I wasn't sure if I had to do the offhand attack or not. No, 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 no. Um, with, with seven, he he had, he had four hit points left, <laughs> so you're good. I would love to uh, almost like what, is he wearing a helmet or is he got his hair free? No, he's got his hair free. Like he's got like a headband right now. He had it. He had. I want to kind of pull that forward and like ram the rapier right through. Oh yeah, yeah. And, then and pull him down the hall a little bit with me. So you want to go outside the, the tavern into the hallway? I want to make sure he's not in the hall. I want to pull him back into where we were. Into at. the tavern. Okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I, I, my, my mistake. So yeah, so as he's like, well, he sees Ray's, he's, he's kind of like already like, uh, 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 and he's watching this here. You find a video and you find that spot. He, as, as, was, as his one good eye just shifts over real quick to Ray's, you find and you just grab onto the top of his head and just, just skewer right through his throat. And as you do this, you pull him into um the the tavern here and you kind of uh, uh bring him back away from the doorway um we're gonna say we're out of combat right now rolex and less um you guys see this happening what do you both want to do um as rays and ophidian have seemed to have taken care of this first guard here i'm gonna keep my uh crossbow <clears throat> at the ready because i would have grabbed it right after i laid her down um uh, keep the crossbow at the ready because uh, guards never show up one at a time. Uh, Ray's, did you hear his voice? Can you mimic it to tell him that false alarm is just some bodies? Um, as as Les is asking this, I'm going to cast disguise self again. Okay. Right. Where did it go? Where are you? Here you are. Disguise self, and I, of course, I'm going to make myself look like the guard we just murdered. But you know, as he looked before, we without the him. oozing <laughs> eye and the rapier in his neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I figure we've got maybe 15 seconds. This is going to the body into the room. <laughs> next dude comes in. So I'm going to spend that time to kind of gauge his voice based on what I heard. I like it. Okay. Oh, fitting. Yeah. You have this guy, you're dragging him. His body is lifeless and you're just kind of scooting him back in there. You feel that you're, he's in now out of the hallway. What do you guys, what do you want to do? Oh, fitting. Uh, okay. Never mind. I want to check if he's wearing one of those pendants I heard about. Okay. Um, did you hear about the pendants yet? Well, I don't know. You know. I don't think you did yet. I don't think you did yet. I because did not share that information. Raze has not shared that yet here. Um, but yeah, you can definitely look over the body if you want. No, of course. Okay. Our, again, the doorway to the tavern is open still. You guys are still out in the middle part of it here, except for Rolex, I think, who's just left the back room because he was the last person out. I would, I would um, still be standing in the back room with her. Okay, still no standing need in to the leave back her room. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where do you guys want to go? Because again, you hear like footsteps running down the hallway. Oh, uh, I also want to grab his baton 
then then I'm going to quickly leave and like close the door to the tavern behind me. Okay. Yeah, Les was moving to that room as well to get out of sight. So. Okay. All right. So yeah. So Ray's, as you grab this, you turn, you go outside the door and you close it. Right as you close it, you can see uh, uh, one of the other guards running down the the, hall, the the tavern. He and he's going, "What's this about? Some bodies here? Is there some more people, survivors?" And he's he's got he's got not not the rod that they were carrying with the baton. He's got like an actual sword out as he's running towards you. What do you want to do? Uh, I am going to like, <laughs> I'm going to make myself look like a man whose pride was just, uh, injured and I'm going to tell him false alarm. It was one of the bodies was propped on the wall and kind of nudged it and it fell on me. Okay. Make me a deception or performance check with advantage because you do look like the person. So go ahead. Uh, I would have had advantage anyways because I took actor feet. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Actor feet. yeah, go ahead. All right. Go ahead and roll me, roll, right. roll me deception or performance, please. I'm going to go with deception. Vintage. All right. What do I got? Uh, ah. Not some, not very powerful we stuff. We got to stop 11. rolling with advantage. Yeah. Right. So as you say this, the guard, he's like running towards you in a, in a hurried sprint. He slows down. He has a sword still. And as you say this, um, he gives a little bit of a turn of the head and he goes something something scared you giles yes doesn't your voice seems a little bit uh off are you all right friend Oof. okay um <laughs> gonna <clears throat> i <sighs> look this just stays between you and me okay promise Make me a persuasion check. All right. Uh, persuasion. Yeah, I should have been the one that did this guy's <laughs> Right? Well, it uh, depends. If you would have had advantage, no. Advantage isn't working. Yeah, well, I got a plus 10 for persuasion. I guess I could be better than advantage. Oh, okay. This would just be a normal roll. Persuasion roll, please. 17. 17. Much okay. Respectable. With the 17, he, 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 he stops about maybe like five feet in front of you as you, like, you turn and you give him a, that stern look. And he goes, you owe me a beer when we get out of this here then. And he, he, sheathed his, he sheathed his sword. So it seems like your ruse has worked on him. And he goes, can't wait to get out of this place, get back to actual people. Uh, all right, you finish sweeping this floor here. I'll start heading out to the next building. Uh, make sure that we're done here in the next few hours. The culling is about to happen. And he turns and he starts to walk away. What do you want to do, Ray's? Um, I want to follow orders for now. Okay. All right. So yeah. So he starts to walk out. You can see him walking out and leaving the actual um, the uh, um, tavern area. Um, what would you like to do? So he does he leave the building or does he go to a separate floor? No, he's leaving the building. He, he said he's going to go out to the other. He'll start, he'll start on the other building uh, if you want to finish up down here. Okay. Um, <laughs> as soon as he turns around. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, here we as, go again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make the same mistake I did. Uh, um, well, See, the mistake I'm about to make is uh, an extra 1d8 of damage versus yours. And I get it for the next 10 rounds. 
I'm going to cast heat. Oh wait, is he? Is he? What wait, we're rolling. He? <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 wearing he's wearing winter's winter's crest uh, winter's guard winter's peak armor. So it is a plate metal that he's wearing on his body, along with he has a short sword. He has like a rod, like for right, like crowd control. They have a few different weapon armaments on them that they use depending on what the situation is. And um, uh, he's got a. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to cast Heat Metal on his armor. Beautiful, beautiful. What save is that? That is a... Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, so the item just heats up. Yep. Uh, if he's wearing it, he can't. He must succeed on a constitution save. Con save. Or, or drop the yep. object no, yep. if he can. Yeah, I, I feel like that. The okay. object. Uh, what's your spell save, DC? Uh, fourteen, but I'm not seeing. So he does here in the he, he does save. So as he's walking away, he's doing this here. Roll me damage, please, because he's going to take half damage. That's uh, you see that that's what I'm I'm looking for here in the spell. I'm not seeing anything about the save actually. Reducing. You know, the save, yeah, just go, just go ahead and roll roll me that that right there, because again, he is uh he is going to take off the armor because he did he did save. He is able to get it off of himself in time. Uh, ten fire damage. Okay, so as as he's walking away, you hear oh, oh, what the, and you you see him just the quick reactions. He pulls out a dagger and just, and you see this this massive plate hit the ground like glowing bright red, and it's just turning. And he turns around. He looks back at you, Rays. What do you want to do? Hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> so I do get another. Ch- Shot at something here. Ooh, perfect. I want to get uh, ten feet away from him. Yeah, you're, you're already ten feet away from him. Oh, he, he was walking out. He was walking down the hallway. Cool. Um, I'm going to cast Earth Tremor. Okay, Earth Tremor. I like it. What is the save on Earth Tremor? Dex. It's a dex, dex save. save. Dex save. I love Failed it. save. He will take one d six damage and get knocked prone. Yep. All right. Uh, ooh, that is a fail. So as he's like. What in the hell? All of a sudden, the ground starts to shift and to and to buckle and to bend. Um, you can I, I believe you can actually. Um, uh, no, that's Mulder. You can you can make it right. But Earth Tremor is just rocking back and forth. Um, and as he's doing this, he's rough and he falls down. Roll me damage, please. Yay! Two. So as he falls, he like bangs back onto his head, but you can see he's he still looks to be pretty pretty on top of things. He gets he's picking himself back up, and as this happens, Rolex, Ophidian, and Les, you hear this. You hear a loud clang of metal on the ground, and you hear the, the ground for you doesn't shake, but you can feel like vibrations in the floor. And you're like, huh? You just that's weird. Hear from the door now. <laughs> now what? <laughs> now. <laughs> the door gets that, kicked open again. And with that, as Les kicks the door open to come out to his aid, we find ourselves at the end of this episode here. So uh, we will wrap this one up here, and then we will jump into more combat. With you didn't say you had backup. <laughs> and uh, we will pick it up from there. So good good stuff, good stuff. Sounds good. All right, then we'll wrap this one up, and we can all say, oh, a better roll next time. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.
There's no way I can beat the end of the episode. <laughs> that was a good uh, ending, Randy. I liked it. 